everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to another episode here on the Clicksnet channel. This is episode 131 and like always I am your host Adam. With me in the studio we have Dan and we have Austin back from the Kilted Classic. Austin how are you doing today? Great great glad to be back. And Dan Dan actually watched my house this past weekend because I had a wedding up in Sheboygan at a resort and I needed someone to house it and dog sit. So he was hanging out at my house. He was a homeowner for about two days. How'd that go, Dan? Uh, rather uneventful, but that's where you live. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> there's not a lot going on over there. Yeah, that is Monopoly Falls. Although your, your 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 neighbors are oddly friendly. Like I didn't, it wasn't like I didn't enjoy it. It was just... I'm not used to that because if I if they, if everyone is that friendly in Milwaukee, I'd be waving my hand every thirty seconds. So um, it was it was just interesting to have them and people be w- waving at me while I'm walking the dog. Did you have trouble sleeping like you always do because it's too quiet where I live? Oh no, I was exhausted Friday. And <laughs> so, no, no. All right. Well, that is our crew. Kane should be joining us earlier. We know he's got a crazy work schedule, but uh, before we get into some clicks, let's get into a quick. How was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. I'm actually going to have Austin go last because he's got the most to talk about. So uh, before we get to Austin, Dan, how was your week? Uh, pretty simple. I mean, nothing major really happened. Uh, I don't have any like major clicks news or anything, but uh, it was just nice and quiet, just... Uh, busy at work it's rolling into, into spring and um with that comes everyone's trying to get their construction stuff running so scaffolds in high demand right now yep uh as for me like i said i had a wedding on friday luckily it was a at a water park resort called blue harbor which is in sheboygan i got the wedding rate for the hotel room so we decided to make a weekend out of it with the kids and if you are a parent out there, you kind of know that if you go on vacation with your kids, you're not really going on a vacation. It's more work to take them out and do stuff than it is <laughs> to keep them at home. Uh, the biggest problem we had was because we were all in one hotel room, obviously, was that uh, in the middle of the night, if my son woke up, my uh, baby daughter woke up. If Madison woke up, then Caden woke up. So I think it was I filmed the wedding all day Friday. I went to the bar afterwards just to kind of wind down, and I needed to get back to the hotel room at like 11 o'clock. And then I believe Caden woke up at like 4, 4.15 on Saturday to go to the bathroom, which woke up Madison, which kept her up for the rest of the morning. So I only got about four or five hours, you know, typical dad sleep. So um, that was a rough day. Then they were super exhausted from the water park on Saturday, but I'm pretty sure Caden must have got some, like, water stuck in his ear because he was crying all night that his ear hurt and we were thinking maybe an ear infection or something but he woke up the next day just fine so i'm guessing he just got some water stuck in his ear and it was bothering him or something like that so i did not get a lot of sleep this weekend even though i was on vacation but it was still fun um but austin uh i wanted to bring him on the show last week but he couldn't make it because he was still back home in michigan but he yep. went to pj's kilted classic so we heard from ryan and maddie g how they did 
in the tournament last podcast, so I thought we'd bring Austin on this week to see how he did. So, Austin, how did you do at PJ's event? First off, how was, uh, it, how was it ran? Did he run a pretty smooth tournament? I, I would say out. He, so he was doing Battle Royales on top of the event, and then after the event was over for like the top cut, he was doing single limb, the, the eliminations for top, a Bronze Age event, and at least three BRs at the same time with just him. And Chad was helping every now and then, but he had to do other things. PJ did a phenomenal job of running the event. Like, it was so, like, there's very minimal hiccups. Except the fact that he let Scott Crampton win it. Uh, Yeah, okay. Well, let's be fair. PJ did not want Scott to win. (laughs) If he could have avoided it, I'm sure he would (laughs) have. You... (laughs) I didn't know Scott was using Thanos because listening to his podcast, he always talks about how he hates playing Thanos and he never wants to do it. It's always boring for him. And I, yeah, just... I thought that was I thought that was rather ironic. I was like, and then he started playing it, and I was like, wait, what? Why was he using Thanos? He hates Thanos. Well, interesting enough, I guess what Ryan Redman said because he played Scott, and he's and Scott said, well, if I can't beat it, I might as well play it. Okay, I mean that's fair. I mean I, I will say, out of my matches, I didn't play any Thanos because I was always you know. I lost most more than I did win. My uh, when you, it's really odd when you need a three to hit every attack, and you do nothing but roll crit misses, even on <laughs> probs. It, it just it just it really doesn't make the game fun, and it's not. It, it's obviously not the event's fault. It's typically just you know my pogs that hit for four plus damage twice, but they roll a crit miss, and I can't even call in someone, and I can't prob anymore. It's kind of like okay, well there you go. Uh, there, there was the game for me. <laughs> that that kind of sucked. Um, but overall, like it, it mostly, at least in the tiers I was playing, it was mostly Sky Tyrant Blackguard. Yeah. And I, I cannot tell you how annoyed I was with seeing Blackguard and Sky Tyrant by the end of that event. It was just so irritating. It was like I moved to a table. And I'm like, okay, maybe I, uh, maybe I can see a new team. And it's just like, nope, just just another Sky Tyrant, another Blackheart. Cool. <laughs> that was fun. Um, interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's more annoying. Like those, I mean, I, I, I just played a Thanos not too long ago and I was like, yeah, he's difficult, but I mean, I think the issue with Thanos is that he just, he basically just, he does, he he does so much for free. Yeah. It's regen for free. It's phasing for free. It's mind control for free. And then it's, I can make an attack. Well, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, but the thing is, too, he's also, like, t- almost two-thirds of your build, so if he didn't do that much, everybody everybody's like, well, he's just unplayable. Well, and it's also the fact that he just sees through everything. Like, if you put him on a map like Datamine, you just sit him somewhere, and you literally can't get to him until, like, turn two or something like that. And even then, with all the blocking and walls and everything, it's really hard to get your team in a position to take him down. And I actually, I posted a thread a couple days ago, it might have been last week, about oh, yeah, if, I saw that. if WizKids would make an errata on Thanos, what do you think it should be? And you would think that I was talking about people's firstborn child. Like, they did not <laughs> yeah, honestly, like... honestly, people were They sad, did really. not like the fact that I thought that Thanos needed an errata. And I didn't even say that. I was just like, if WizKids were to make an errata, what would you like to see? 
And some of the comments were just like, leave our tent poles alone. It's the first one we've gotten in how many years, and he doesn't need an errata, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, we just we just got Darkseid not that long ago. I mean, not that he's, you know, like that, you know, new or whatever, but still, he's not that I mean, he, he did his work as a temple. Like, he was a really good temple. He did what he needed to do for his points. And I still think he's good. He's just, yeah. I don't think he bluffs because of the whole, you know, like, the, the changes to being a boot and all that and willpower and everything. I mean... I think he actually got better, just nobody plays him. Yeah, but the the biggest takeaway people I got from the thread was people thought that he shouldn't be able to see through all lines of blocking. It should just be like one. It should be like destroy blocking improved movement. So it's not all of them, it's just one. Or that he can just use mind control and an improved targeting or mind control or improved targeting, not just have improved targeting. I think it would have been it would the, the if I'm not asking to nerf him because he's he, you can deal with him, but if it were to come down to like if Wizkids actually asked the community, I think the best thing just to make it the easiest transition is that he only has it during the mic control. That's yes, really all, I, all, all I, I can really see. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. It should be can use mind control with improved targeting. Yeah, and and, and it's not like that would make him significantly worse either. You know, it's like he already has the ten range. You know, or thirteen on the the, the winning builds because of shield. But like, it's he's gonna mind control your team regardless, and he can just move them out to where he can actually see them afterwards, and then you can just hit them. Yeah. So I mean, it's harder on some maps, but that just makes it more. I don't want to say balanced because I don't think he's imbalanced. I think it's just he's very hard to deal with because he has he can reduce penetrating and he can't be out with it. You know, that's just what a lot of people have a hard times struggling with. He has tons of survivability. Yeah. Because if you're, which is, if you which, have which you, which, which you want out of a ten pole, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Which is why Unimine was so, well, okay. Unimine was a different, different story, different story. But okay, okay, like post nerf Unimine was not that bad. Pre nerf, that was just that was yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. I, I mixed pre and post in my head for some reason. But no, like like even Unimine post nerf was like that. He he did his job. He was a temple. He was good in uh, Goblin King was a little too much, but when they nerfed him, he was still good. He was still a decent temple. He did what he needed to do. So, and it's not like he was unbeatable. So, I don't know. I I, I think people have, are like over-exaggerating how much he needs to be nerfed. I think people are just kind of sick of seeing him winning tournament after tournament after tournament. I agree with that. Like, that's fair. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just like unoriginal builds, too. Yes. It's basically like everything Dan Powell's been playing. You know, yeah. like, it's the, the Spider-Man family fans. That's, yeah. that's all it is. Which is a good team. Nothing to take away from Dan. No, no, not at all. It's just... Great team. I wish there was more originality sometimes when it came to clicks and not just seeing the same team over and over and over. It's yeah, almost, and I've been talking... It's almost like I wish Hero Clicks had a supremacy league. Like, if this team wins a major tournament, that team can no longer be played in a major tournament. Just to give... I know, I know that kind of sounds bad but it just there's so many other figures out there people should and can be playing yeah actually uh i was uh talking to pat and he was saying that even double blackheart teams have a hard time beating thanos just because they don't if, if blackheart doesn't have the power gem he, he can't kill thanos like straight up and they hit each other they and they take mystic damage <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i mean it's just kind of like 
even because Blackheart was like a huge thing everyone's complaining about, like, oh, Blackheart's this so good. And I had problems with Blackheart because it's just so hard to kill Blackheart. Like, he's just really hard to kill without poison. And I didn't have any poison, so I never really got the opportunity to, like, take uh, advantage yeah. of, like, I did yeah, him to a stop click. The fire really messes him up. Yeah, and I'll be honest. Oh, okay. Here's one thing I will say, though. Funny, funny, funny note for my team. I didn't realize that I was 290 points. I thought I was 300. So I didn't have an extra emotional modifier to bring with me. So I just threw the uh, the uh, alchemical fire on there, and I was like, "All right, looks like uh, Wrecker's getting the alchemical fire, and let's see what happens." And <laughs> uh, he actually hit for penetrating a few times. And against uh, a Fantastic Four team, he did the one damage to everyone adjacent to him. So I was like, "Okay." I mean, I didn't expect it to do much, but it did something. So, before we get down too big of a rabbit hole, what was your team for the event? So it was Wrecker. Oh, sorry, my bad. Let's do the main the main four. It was Wizard. It was. Uh, Red Sun, Lex Luthor, One Flash, Alia Gregor, um, Claire Finn, Uatu, and Molecule And then my sideline was the Legacy Thunderball, uh, Fantastic Four Super Scroll, and uh, Wrecker with, with Trouble Alerts. And how did it fare? I went 2-3. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm salty. It's not anyone's fault but my own and the guy I was playing against because the last round... Um, I was about to one-shot Infamous Iron Man. He was on his first click, and I was about to wreck his whole career. But the guy on the turn that I was about to set up, that I finished setting up, it went to his turn. And he literally spent, like, like 10, 12 minutes trying to decide, like, do I want to break away, or do I want to just sit here? It's like, come on, man. Like, you can only do so much. All your guys are doubled. Like, come on. Let's speed this up. And right when I declared my first attack time got called so i didn't get to finish the last attack to uh, or the second attack i was going to do to kill him so i lost my points by 10 points on that one because i didn't get to kill infamous iron man uh, yeah you were actually playing against an infamous iron man i'm shocked yeah to I, I was too and i and i like infamous iron man i think he's good i think he's fine he's he's decent but he's not meta but i was actually shocked to see it no i, I was, was I, uh, prime marvel okay i got you because they're both avengers i think or no no, no that one's not no, the other no. one I, I don't think it was a theme, to be honest. It wasn't a theme. No, it wasn't. Because I won map by a landslide, and I was using uh, Ampetunia's House, which is surprisingly a really good map for Wrecker, by the way, just in case you guys were wondering. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and then did you do any Battle Royals or anything after the Oh, tournament? I did three Battle Royals. Because your haul was pretty good from the picture that you sent me. Yeah, in the first Battle Royale... Um, I didn't get any super rares. My buddy pulled the super rare prime black wonder black lantern wonder woman. And then I think that was the only super rare that was pulled. Yeah, that was it. And then basically I, I played the uncommon Mary Shazam or Mary Marvel. Who's very good for yeah. sealed, by the way, nine clicks with traded charge and does one pen afterwards, basically. And flurry. So, and flurry, you know, and uh, I had the uncommon Donna Troy basically with empower, just helping out and, uh, I ended up killing Black Lantern Prime Wonder Woman, I think, three times total. And uh, I ended up... I, the, she was, Wait, so how'd you kill her easy. three times? Oh, sorry, sorry. So PJ did this special thing for the Battle Royales. He didn't want people to be sitting out and bored. So he did this thing where if a character was KO'd for you, you basically put it out, the person still marks the points. And at the beginning of your next turn, you put them back in your starting here just to keep playing. And then once time runs out, whoever has the most points wins. Oh, uh, okay. So I honestly... A lot of fun. Really good idea. I think every battle royale should be like that. 
because now not everyone's not people aren't sitting out not doing anything yeah it's actually fun it makes it more of a fun experience for everyone else i think personally and then uh the other two battle rails we did uh me and my buddies i don't think anything crazy was pulled besides uh square crusader uh from war of the realms well, I'm going to go through, oh. like, what you showed me. So I see a Juggernaut, I see a Destroyer, okay. I see a Crusader, I see a Rogue, I think that is, I see a Chase Venom, Prime Wonder Woman, a Thanos, a Chase Yondu, a Spider Carnage. Like, how did you get all that stuff? Was that just okay, prizing? So Crusader was from one of the uh, Battle Royales. So was the Wonder Woman. The Venom was my buddy won that in a raffle, and then he just sold it to me for, like, 30 bucks. And then Juggernaut, I won in the raffle. And Spider Carnage was one of the prizes from the Battle Royale. Yondu, I got from Dan Powell for 20 bucks. Uh, the Cup was handed out. The Bystanders were handed out. The Rock Sleeves was handed out. And then the Rogue uh, was just a leftover prize that PJ's like, hey, take it if anyone wants it. And I was like, I don't have this Rogue. I like Apocalypse Rogue. She's cool. So I took her. Um, and then the Destroyer, Griever, and Thanos, I all just got from someone who didn't want them. Ah. Cool. Yeah, you you made a way pretty good over there. Yep. <clears throat> Overall, pretty cool. It was really sweet. The Juggernaut was supposed to be signed by Tyler Spees, but uh, he didn't show up, so I didn't get to get it signed, unfortunately. Uh, yep, I was really hoping to make it, but it just it wasn't in the cards. I just had a wedding, and I will make it next time if he uh, puts on another one. But no, I'm glad that and, you had fun. I, I hear you did not talk to Ryan Rebin when I specifically listen, told you and, and I was actually to just seek him that. out. Well, I actually <laughs> looked for him. I looked at the picture and I was like, all right, I'm going to find this guy. And I tried finding him and I couldn't see him anywhere. And then I saw him in the glance right when we got pairings. And then he went to his table and I went to mine. I was like, all right, I know what he looks like. I know what he's wearing. I'm going to go find him. And then it came down to like the end of the last round. And I was looking for him like, where the, where the heck is this guy? And I couldn't find him anywhere until prizing was announced. He got his prizing. And, my, and then my mom showed up more like, yeah, we got to go. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't get to see him at all until prizing. Like, I literally looked for him. And I could not see him in between rounds. He was just, like, gone somewhere. That's how we roll here on the uh, Clicksing It team is we don't know each other by uh, meeting them. We just know you through uh, Discord. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I've yeah. met Kane once in my lifetime, and that was at the Clicks Cup. I've never met you because you're obviously out in San Diego. Yeah, uh, Dan, I know because he lives here. Ryan, I know because he lives here. But and then Iron Mike, I've met once too, who lives in Florida. But that's because it was the Clicks Cup. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have a very yeah, so, unique mean, uh, recruiting method here on Clicks. <laughs> if we don't see each other, then you're on the team. Exactly. <laughs> we don't like to meet socially. We like to meet online. Yeah, but I'm a little hermit. You know. Yeah, I'm glad you had fun out there. <laughs> It was great. Honestly, I would love to do it again, and I wish I could do the other events, um, but right now I just can't, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our week, and now let's get into some news. All right, first off, we did just do our Patreon on Thursday last week, and the big takeaway from that was we had a dollar Patreon win the Time Dilation Spider-Man. Uh, I believe his name was Christian Bogan, so congratulations. So you see out there, it does pay to be a dollar Patreon for us. So 
if we can get all of our listeners out there to at least be a one dollar patron you do have a shot it may not be every month but what it does pay off it sure does pay off so congratulations christian for getting a time dilation chase spider-man for a dollar um and then the big prize this month is going to be god thor from the same set war of the realms great sculpt yeah wait wait that no that's from empire or from, sorry from empire um, uh, I, I didn't even hear the study what he said it was from. Yeah, I just you're right, Empire. knew what you were talking about. So that's going to be the big prize, and then I forget what else. It's over on my shelf. I can't really see what else what's over there, but that is going to be the big prize. So head on over to patreon.com backslash clicking it and become a member. Any tier gets you into the uh, drawing. Next, um, ID cards have been going up like crazy on Facebook. Finally, at least for me, Superman is now relevant again, not just Superman robot, but his ID card that I've had for a long time is going for around 50 bucks that I've been seeing. So it's nice to see that Superman is once again relevant, but all the big, like Flash is going for a bunch, Lex Luthor is going for a bunch. I'm sure people are coming up with a bunch of shenanigans for those. Austin, you were talking about the big one with Superman with the uncommon... Superman from Justice League that does a free range attack, so you get two attacks with yeah. him. So that's the big one for there. But it's just it's crazy how ID cards are just coming out, and people are like trading like chases for these things, which to me that seems kind of crazy to trade a piece of plastic, I guess for another piece of plastic. Now that I think of it, but it's it's a <laughs> plastic card for a plastic figure, which is kind of crazy to me. But you know, to each his own. Do what you want to do with your stuff. That's just funny because I don't, I don't, I just don't know if ID cards are going to be good for silver. Honestly, I just, I don't know. They don't seem like they're a, a good quality of life thing for that. So, from like the the reports and like builds that I've seen, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it as well. It seems like every team, for the most part, is using at least like two. Yeah. And then they're filling the rest with like trouble alerts and then like whatever else their team like actually needs, like with Deadpool and swaps and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, if you're running, like, a traditional, like, battery team, then you'll probably have more, but otherwise you just, you know, you're going to put the popular, like, two, popular two or three on there and be good to go. Yeah, and um, I actually just got the uh, Chase Beast from Empire because he's a fantastic ID call-in against Thanos. Very true. Literally just no powers, basically. You can't prob if I just choose you not to prob, you know, and then... I'm just... Chase just gets rid of his uh, protected outwit, right? So you can just yes. outwit him, basically. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's definitely a good strat. Don't don't get me wrong. It's funny that he's gotten a second win because like nobody, I mean, people are are okay with him on like the swap, but otherwise he's still kind of just whatever. People are like, eh, he's still like he's not. He, you won't mainboard him, I guess is what I'm saying. So, but Let it's me funny. See if I can uh, kind of change your opinion on that because I actually went against a Chase Beast. In at the Kilted Classic, it was a non-theme team. Oh no, I could I could totally see him like actually making it happen. I just mean I don't see a lot of people mainboarding him. All I guess is what I'm saying. Oh no, I, I was surprised he was doing it. To be honest, like I was actually kind of shocked. I was like, oh, Chase Beast, that's weird. But he 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 got it over. He carried it with uh with Sky Tyrant, and he said no prob, and no one could theme team prob at all. I just I just <laughs> no prob, and, and like, I was well, just like, oh, um, okay. I, I guess I just can't do anything then. And I literally lost turn two because of that. I could not do anything against that would, be, that would be funny with him and Ultron, or Pimtron, because I think he has the Avengers keyword, does he not? He does, yes. That's why I think Avengers Swap will be good with that new OP kit Strange. Yeah. You can just swap into Beast if you want to. And I think Beast is really good still. Um, 
Well, that that with Pimtron because Pimtron is like a really solid prime now because of the whole. Oh yeah, with the new ruling, yeah. Well, not only that, but I just thought once retail started to dissipate, he would go up in value because of his trait. So. Yeah, yeah, because I think the only retails we'll have is the Gigantas and I guess Etta Candy if you count Etta Candy, but and Fulcrum. She is, and Fulcrum, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess the 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 Legacy card ones too, but. It's really weird that I haven't really been seeing those played either, to be honest. I've seen Fulcrum play a few times, but yeah, not the Legacy card ones. And, and I actually thought Sturdy was gonna was gonna get a second win because I mean he's not. A, I, I don't. I think pre Legacy card he was better because well, yeah, the one because they, afterwards. They, maybe because they tamed him a little bit. I was like, ah, he's balanced now. He's not just I'm gonna walk over here and do two pen for nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't know. I I, I thought he was gonna see more, but. I guess, it really depends, I guess. We'll just see what happens after rotation. I think right now, the what we're seeing from Modern Age is going to change 100% drastically. I think oh, yeah. I say this every time. Cause... A lot of the teams are going to lose a lot of their crucial like support pieces once rotation happens. Because a lot of it is like the cheap like monster. It's both Proteuses. Um, those are going to be gone, which is Wendigo's. like... A, yeah, Wendigo's going to be gone. And like Wendigo's a part of so many builds. Uh, oh, I mean, it's part of too many builds. Animal, monster, and uh, mystical. Those three yeah. are huge, huge modern staples. So we're, we'll see what happens. I'm curious to see where everything kind of sits after that. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm going um, to have to go through all my ID cards and see which ones are actually worthwhile now. Uh, let's see. Leech has been up there. Really see, I say, see, I have the figure, just never the. I think I got rid of the card when it first came out just because someone wanted it for I mean, like 10 bucks, and I was like, sure, here you go. It also would, just wasn't wasn't useful. Yeah. I would say, um, well, the 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 one from Xavier School, I thought got play, or I, th- I thought, or something. One, one of the, I thought one of the, one of the leeches I, saw, I thought got play. Let me see from Xavier School. Yeah, at wit when he uses it, the target has within if his target was within four squares. He can use that again, targeting a character not already chosen. Opposing character would enough use an effect. Okay, I mean he's not bad. That's actually not bad. Yeah, so I'm pretty yeah, sure. That's... He, he, I'm pretty sure he saw play for thirty. He might have. Yeah, I, I probably just wasn't paying attention enough at the time because I was still I was a youngin, a little younger. I wasn't really into the the modern competitive scene as I am. I like to think I am now. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, I'm just I'm just, I just try to be astute of the trends. I'm like ah yes this yeah yeah that too that's <laughs> uh, what is, um I I think right off the bat Flash Superman is are going to be hot ticket numbers so. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, Superman has already been huge. Yeah. I mean, I already gave Miles my my extra one, and he said that he's basically going to give me like a damn near every extra of Disney Plus he can he can give me for it. Hmm. Well, that's I was nice. like yeah, that, that's fine because I don't I don't think I can afford to buy sealed anyways. So like yeah, just I'll take whatever you can give me. I don't even care at this point. <clears throat> no, that's, that's cool. Uh, was it? Uh, I don't know. Like ID, it's just so weird because they they. They brought ID cards in. A lot of them weren't even in technically in silver anywhere. I know there's a chunk of them that weren't in silver because silver is technically superior foes. Yeah, so it doesn't really make sense. I mean, they're all out in like the Oreo dial era, but still, like I just yeah, don't. The understand only ones that were like silver were the uh, student and uh, the, the wanted student. posters. Yeah, the student wanted posters and the headmaster IDs. Uh, were the uh, the were the con ones also like the Harley Quinn and the were those all? I like, don't remember to be honest. I don't, I don't think I like, so. I feel like those ones came out pretty. Let's see. Oh, it's, like, it's not giving me a release date for this one. Just as the ID eight. Um, it should give you a I year. I don't know. 
Oh, actually, no, they were because the the title Harley was used a decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah so it's just weird that I don't know they brought all of them. I mean, I don't know because they they immediately had to ban what like two or three of them right away off the off the three off the three right off the bat. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay, so you bring them all in, and then you're like, oh well, three these three have to be banned by the way. But those three are banned within reason, with very good reason. Like, yeah, there definitely were a reason that they were banned. Um, I don't like that they banned the shield IDs. I personally think it's lazy because the shield IDs, the reasoning was they don't work like other IDs. And I'm like, okay, and? Like, how does that, why does that make it, like, bad? I mean, I like it because you can't call in Nick Fury. I lo- I mean... Well, he's not silver anyways. Oh, wait. Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't? Isn't no, it? no, that's old oh. guard. That's old yeah. guard. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, so, like, like the only real, like, good shield call-in with this level 7 was Ricky Barnes, which is a really good call-in, don't get me wrong, but it just was one of those things where there's another variation for another ID card to be used, because right now it feels like with the change with the new secret identity and all that being gone, it just feels like they really limited and narrowed down which ID cards are actually usable, and the rest are just absolutely trash, worthless ID cards. Yeah, now you, you you can't even call in Phoenixes. You can't even call in Phoenixes anymore. It has to I be mean, Jean Grey or Marvel. You can't even call in Nick Fury with the sh- level shield cards anymore because Wait, they change because they change it to real name, so they're obsolete because there is no real name for shield people. But I thought Shield ID worked differently because you are. I, oh, oh, it, I'm it, right it now. did. I'm it did, but when they changed it, there is no real name for Shield people. So when it first came out, it worked just like that. But because they changed it to, is it real name? I think it is. There is no. No, real name. no. Okay, so th- that didn't that's, apply to the Shield ID. That's yeah, why that's they what I thought. The shield okay, because I thought I heard somewhere that those were obsolete now because there is no real name. No, and, pretty and that's why they got rid of it is because there's no named character for it to go to. So they're removing the whole variable that you can choose someone to be on this ID code. Okay, that's what yeah, they're trying to do, that's and that's why they got rid. Of it. I personally, I don't like that. I liked the shield ID. I didn't think it was broken. I just thought it was cool, like another variable to have for an ID card. Because now, I mean, shield wasn't really all that crazy, anyways. There wasn't too many shields to use to begin with without Nick Fury. Like, he was really the only shield ID calling, at least that I can think of, from that time frame. Yeah. Did they have to have the shield keyword? Was that was that how, that, was that how those worked? Yes. They literally just had the shadow shield keyword and be 50 points or more. I would say a lot of the, the Nick Fury, or the, a lot of the shield people from Captain America could have season play with that. I don't know. Let's see. I mean... I mean, to Venom. To Venom would have been horrible, I guess. He's not the worst thing to call in for a turn to, you know, minimum range your outwit perplex against your or maximum your opponent's range for perplex and outwit. Uh, Punisher War Machine, I guess, but you're not really going to get the second attack because he's never going to have two, to- two tokens. Uh, Peggy, I guess. I was thinking but... even just I was thinking even just Quake, like her at sixty five is really solid for coming in and just being able to do what she does. Although she got nerfed basically due to the the quake change, so she doesn't work like how she used to work. Oh, uh, which Peggy? Uh, no, 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 the quake. The oh, oh, the, the the figure quake. I yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, oh, yeah, because it's not her, not printed value if it's a single target. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She definitely got hurt from that, too. I agree. Uh, the Peggy, I, I, just, I mean, the, the Peggy Carter Uncommon could technically be decent because she's a uh, sees through st- hindering outwit, and she can't be if you, she can't have line or line of fire drawn to her unless she's adjacent to another character. So, yeah, I guess she can body block for you. That yeah, she can, she can she body can, block for sure. She can body block. Uh, there was a couple of them that I thought were okay. Oh, there. but you can't use her though because she's forty points. What do they have? Oh, is there a minimum for those? So for the level seven, you need to be fifty or higher with the shield keyword, and for the level one, you have to be your your real name has to be like various or something. You can't oh, have a real name for the level one. I don't have really, to be a generic piece. I never really used those that much, so I didn't. I was not aware of that. Yeah, so like the shield diplomat, for example, his real name is various, and he's less than fifty points with the shield right. keyword. You could use him for the level one, gotcha. but you, you couldn't yeah. use Everett K. Ross because his real name is you know Everett. Kenneth Ross. Yeah, no, I get you. <clears throat> yeah, but well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna have a lot more to talk about ID cards once um, Silver Age events start. I think they have started. But, they have uh, started, and oh boy, oh and, boy. Yeah, that, that's you don't even have to give me a reason. That's why I don't play Silver Age. Um, <laughs> like, the thing I don't like about Silver Age is there's, there's the one thing I, I will agree with Scott on is that there's so much to try to like even play test the team and then you go oh but there's this and it's like oh of course I didn't think of that yeah I guess that's my main thing well we might get into a little bit of Silver Age team building towards the end of the show but we are going to move on which the next thing we got previewed was excuse me the new Hellfire Gala collection this is going to be like a collector set kind of like what the Watchmen set was and Austin, you were telling me more about this. I know nothing about this, so why don't you just give us a quick rundown of what this is? So, I, I, mean, I don't know if Dan reads anything. I don't really read X-Men. I watch videos on it, but I'm pretty sure the Hellfire Gala was kind of just like a big ballroom dance get together yeah, but- with the Avengers, X-Men, Inhumans, literally any group of super people to get together and just have a, a big party with, with a political conference, I think, with some, somewhere along the lines of that as well. Um, but basically everyone just wore super, like, unique, like, the bougiest of outfits you can imagine for some people. Like, there's Colossus wearing, like, a, a what's it called? A, a, a long fur coat with a full mustache, like a full beard. And it lo- just looks cool. It just looks unique for Juggernaut. And this is basically going to be them in their Hellfire, their Hellfire Gala, like, outfits. Yeah. It doesn't say how many sets or figures are in this thing. Yeah, it doesn't say, but it, it looks like the Watchmen box. I think the Watchmen... Let me see how many... They, it's probably going to be close to what the Watchmen had, to be honest. This is just going to be a guess. This isn't a guarantee. Obviously, we don't have insight like that. But let me see. How many figures did the Watchmen have for theirs? Not the Fast Forces. Not 20. Okay, so... They had about 24 in there, so... It could be around there. I mean, that's, that, that'd be my guess. I think 24 is, is a decent number because there's a lot for the Hellfire God. Like, a lot of people were there. I mean, Doctor Doom was there. Uh, Captain America was there. Just, just so many people from every different team possible was there wearing some unique, bougie outfit. Interesting. Sounds like a cool set to have. All right. Uh, yeah, there's really not much else to talk about it because they do display three figures. Is that that's Jean Grey, 
Is that Firestorm? And that is uh, what's his name? Pyro. No, not Pyro. Uh, Sunfire. Sunfire. Sun, that's who I was thinking of. Not Firestorm. Sunfire and Sync is the other guy. Sync. Okay. Yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know anything about Sync. So in the little picture next to it, there's Cyclops, and I is that Polaris? In that back uh, yeah, yeah Polaris, and then Rogue. It looks like. Where's Rogue in the middle? She's oh in no, the yeah, in the bottom right. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, no, oh, there is a, one sink in figure. It'll be a cool set. Um, not sure when it's coming out. I'm guessing during X of Swords time to kind of maybe play with that, but we'll have just to wait and see. That'd be my guess. I mean, I think it's cool. I, I'd like to get this. This would be sweet. Yeah. Sweet to get your hands on. The box looks really cool too. It looks like honestly. Uh, next, the big thing this week, obviously, is the Hero Click event for Scott Porter, the Hero Clicks for Huntington. It is May 5th through 8th, so we're just going to talk real quick about it. I can't go. I don't think a lot of the Clicksing It people can go. I can't remember if Ryan said he's going or not because he just went to PJ's event. But um, it's a really rough weekend to go just because it is Mother's Day weekend. It is yes. the it is it's two weeks. Yeah, it's two weekends after PJ's event, so I think that's going to pull people away because a lot of people can't travel that uh, close together. Um, mm-hmm. Airline tickets are crazy expensive right now. It's just a bad time to have it, but I hope that it is really successful. But uh, and, the, and I'm sure it will be. It will be honestly. Uh, the admission is free to go to it, which is really nice. And let's see what else we got here. So they are having a Silver Age team event, which is... Is it Silver Age or is it Regular Age? It is Silver Age. Regular Age. Yeah, because um, this is a rock event, basically. This is and then the what's event. Extreme Highlander? I know Highlander, but what's Extreme Highlander? Uh, maybe it's the where you can... So maybe it's where... So, for example, you're using Blackheart. The rest of your team can't use Blackheart, but you also can only have that one Blackheart, maybe. So, yeah. So, it's only only one element is allowed per team. This means if one player has the 054 Wolverine on his force, then he can play that one and that his teammates may not. So, it's like what we uh, did for yeah. our Choose Wisely. It's You can't have any elements on your teammates' team that they have. So like if I but play this is also card, saying you can't play multiples of that Wolverine on that same team. Yeah, so no double flashes. Right. Uh, no double lockjaw, no nothing like that. Okay. I, I always like that rule because then they don't bring the same Thanos team three times. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Um, first place for that, you're going to get each player is going to get a John Cena, an Ultimate Warrior, Rock Dice, Rock Cards, Rock Maps, 100 points of or 100 WKO points, uh, Superman Prime, War of the Realm Brick, Scott Porter Map, Spirit of the Game, Trophies, uh, and the Design a Map. And then which is the one that you can actually make a legacy card? Is that the just the regular? I think, I think that's the main event. I think it's the main event. So that, this is the team. This is Team Nationals. Yeah, that's Saturday. Is the one. I kind of get ahead of myself, yeah. but um, is it Sunday. It's Friday. Venice? Friday is Scott Porter versus the World. So that is three hundred points. Oh, that's sealed. So it's a little bit different. There's. Um, I'm trying I'm to not, find one where you make the legacy card. Yeah, I'm not going to go through all the prizing because there is so much prizing for this. It's insane. Um, okay, it's the the Sunday one. Is the, the Sunday one. one. Yeah. So that's the actual uh, championship. So Thursday, it looks like there are some draft events. 
So it says a, a booster draft, teams of three. Friday is the Scott Porter versus the world. Saturday is the 3v3. And then Sunday is the regular 300-point uh, Silver Age. So real quick for the first place for that event is you're getting a legacy card or you become a bystander. You get the Fantastic Thors. You get a Spider-Man Venom factory set. Oh, that's a lot of money right there. Yeah, the the Phoenix 1 million BC, a Gorilla Grodd, Batman and Jaro, Brainiac and Lex, a Master Mold, Fulcrum of Dominus, Samurai Spider-Gwem, Kingdom Come Power Woman, Spirit of the Game Bystander, Scott Porter Map, Trophy, Sleeve, Dice, and um, a Map. So first place is getting a crap ton I mean, that's like, I'm not even going to joke. That's probably around $1,000 worth of prizes for $30. That's a lot. And I, I'm going to say this, the, the, the SPAC factory set is a, a majority of that. I yeah. saw someone selling Superior Spider-Man for $70 today. And I was like, wow, that's a, so out of print that everything is worth so much. That's why I still have my Null in all black. <laughs> but even like the Batman and Jaro, which you can't even get right now except for this, yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. that alone is probably a hundred and fifty dollars that someone would. Pay. And and that's the only reason Lady Phoenix and Superman Prime are worth so much. I mean, they're good. They're good pieces, right? But they're obviously not super meta. But they're just so hard to get. That yeah. is why they're worth so much. Yeah, they're that's... so limited because they have Batman and Jaros somewhere in a, in a in a facility. So many of them because yeah. they were supposed to be released, but now they're like, you know, thinking like, okay, let's get some money out of this if we can. Like so I, this at, is what they're doing. Like I at the time had to trade my Ultra Chase Thanos for a Superman Prime, and that was two years ago, three years ago. I think it was three years ago. <laughs> Three now, yeah. yeah. Three or almost, almost four, I think, actually. And that, I mean, and he still hasn't been making a big surface in the community, like Superman Prime. There still aren't a lot of him in the... No, uh, I, I got mine when UK Nationals were happening, when he was first released in the UK, and I got mine for 80 bucks. And I was like... 80 bucks? Eight, eight, wow. 80 bucks. Wow. Fresh sure. off the event. Like it was sweet. I was you just, so just you you just in the UK at the time. You're just like no, oh. I literally just saw someone who was like, "Hey, I'm trying to get rid of this." And I'm like, "Yo, like, what do I got to do to get that?" He's like, "All you got to do is trade me either the super the regular super rare Q or prime Q, and then I will either sell it to you or whatever." So I traded him super rare Q for something else, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll sell it to you for eighty, just because we're already doing something." And I was like, "Yo, what?" Yeah. <laughs> Done. Done and done right there. Absolutely. I was sweep sweep up the dirt, nothing nothing to go with. That was perfect. Wow, that is, that's a that's a deal of a century right there. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, there like I said, I'm not gonna go through all the prizes, but if you are attending this event, you are definitely getting your money's worth. So Oh yeah. Uh Thursday they're really not having any events except for the fifteen dollar booster draft. Friday it's a thirty dollar per person for the Scott Porter versus the World. Saturday it's again thirty dollars per player, but ninety for the whole team, and then thirty dollars for Sunday. And then Brad Broyles is doing online Roll Twenty Battle Royal tournaments the entire weekend. I think he said he's doing it from, you know, Thursday at ten a.m. to Sunday at four a.m. the entire time. So whenever people want to play it, 
I'm gonna try to get in on some. I know I have the problem. The biggest thing I had again was I have two weddings this weekend. I have one Friday and one Saturday, so I obviously can't go down there. Um, also because it's in Alabama, but I was hoping to get on in some battle royal tournaments online. But of course, I work all day, so my plan is to probably either Friday or Saturday night after I get home is hop online and see if anybody wants to play because I do want to because he's using Disney Plus too. So I he think is, Disney yes. Plus is going to be a super fun event for that. Um, now, Austin, are you planning on getting in on some Roll20 events for this? I'm going to try and do as many as I can. Okay. Um, the Spirit of the Game Bystander is super cool. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not broken. I, I think it's just super cool. And that you can get that or the Scott Porter. Yeah. I mean, I already I won four Scott Porter pogs at the last event like this, and I think I still have three more because I used a bunch, and I like, got three more other ones. But um, I will message you. Dan, you too, when I am hopping on, and maybe we can all get on a Battle Royale or something. Oh, like I'd be all for it. I mean, I'd be down. Uh, Battle Royales are so much fun. Yeah, it's um, it's my it's my niche. I, I always joked with David Newman at the last Clicks Cup that if, because he always gives out trophies to everything, I said, you have to have a trophy for the best the person who had the overall best record in Battle Royals, because I will win that every single time. <laughs> like, whenever I go to Origins, I always win at least 50%. Last time I went to Origins, I was in 16 Battle Royals, and I won 10 of them. The Scott Porter event, I went 4 for 4. At the Clicks Cup, I was I won 6 out of 7. I'm like, you need to have something to represent the uh, Battle Royal community, because I don't go there for <laughs> the uh, big events, because I just don't... I don't find those events fun, personally, because I don't like playing the same team you know, 10 times. Like I guess I enjoyed the um the worlds with my team where i made my run but it was exhausting i played the same team like nine times and by the last i was kind of happy i lost the semifinals because then i could just go to bed because it was <laughs> staring at my computer from 10 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night and i was just done and x-men swap is only amusing for so long exactly and, <laughs> and just i i'd rather play more figures from the set than like i said the same one so like with disney plus you know you're never going to have the set you're going to play with figures you're probably never going to usually play with and that's what i like to play yeah i'm i'm all for that so i will definitely be getting it on sama um hopefully i can get on a few of them but yeah, that is a Scott Porter event. Um, I hope everyone that goes down there gets there safe, gets back safe, and they have tons of fun. Unfortunately, I don't really know anybody that's going down to it, so everything that we're going to be able to talk about the following day on the podcast is going to be like hearsay on the on Facebook. Maybe Ryan's going. I'll message him when we get into the next event. But yeah, it's going to be just kind of what people are posting online and stuff like that. I'm sure the big names are going down there, PJ, Scott, Lucas, Daniel all those big-name people that somehow are able to go to every single HeroClick tournament that is in existence. I don't know how they do it, but um, they definitely got the, the connections to get there or very understanding significant others. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had the money for stuff like that. That'd be I, so cool. I know. Um, but let's, while we're talking about the Scott Porter event, now this is not my forte, neither is it Dan's, but Austin, you said this is a little bit about yours. So let's say you were going down to the event for the Sunday event where it's 300 points Silver Age. What would you bring? Now, to me, there's just too much to go through. I don't have the brain capacity nor the time to come up with 
Silver Age teams. I barely have mm-hmm. enough time to do it with Modern Age. But if you were going to go down to this event, I'm going to say right away, you cannot use Thanos. It is a requirement for the Clixing It team. No Thanos. It's done. It's already, he's not, already not on the team. <laughs> what are you... <laughs> what would you bring? Because... We talked about this too before the podcast. He, I think he's much more manageable in Silver Age. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. would you bring down to the Scott Porter event? Uh, let me find it. I have it somewhere. I need it to my phone. I, ha- I have a team, and I'm still building. I need to get the last few pieces for it. And I need... Uh, th- this would be... Oh, I guess I can't really use it because Disney Plus isn't going to be out. But it's fine. There's a way around it. Um, where is it at? Oh, it's not on there. Okay, so basically... The team I would be using would be Super Rare Green Lantern at 75. So the, the with, Wonder Woman one, right? Because when we yeah. start going to the Silver Age, there's multiple of these guys now. You're right. You're right. So Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, 75. Uh, 1776 at 50 with uh, the with Marvella and <clears throat> what's her name? The uh, Rare Invisible Woman from Fantastic Four at 60 with three um what are they called foot elite boomerangs oh yeah that's why everyone's looking for those right now yes and stupid elite boomerangs <laughs> they're 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 too good they're they're really really good so and, and for, i still have 15 point, 25 points that i usually use an item with green lantern or and the id cards so for those who don't know about the Foot Elite Boomerangs, these guys are 25 points. They have six sidestep with a special power on their attack called when Foot Elite would miss a ranged attack by one or two, once per turn you may reroll the attack roll. So they basically have their own self-probs. Uh, and then they have a trait, when an adjacent friendly character is KO'd or takes three damage but isn't KO'd, give Foot Elite an opportunity token. Free remove an opportunity token to either make an attack or move up to two squares. And they all have enhancements, so they're already buffing each other. So I forget yep. what the trick is to KO somebody on your own team to do this. What was that trick again? Or what would your uh, trick I, be? I don't know the trick, but I don't really use the trick. I'm more or less use them as seven range, five damage attackers okay. for 25 points. And gives Green Lantern six damage with nine range. Okay, there was a trick where you could just kill like a bystander or something. Or no, I think it was you you use someone that made a bystander where if they moved far enough away, it got KO'd, and then they got the opportunity token. So I think it is with like the Green Lantern catcher's mitt. Where if it, it might be. It yeah, might be. If because, it is, I don't know. To be because honest. I, I didn't. I didn't know about that trick. Um, let me find uh, the greet the mitt because I believe if it moves far too far away from Green Lantern, it's KO'd. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, so it's on the. It should be on the the, the mitt itself on the description. If it's not within if it's not within six squares of the character that generated it, it gets KO'd. So yeah, you generate it next to the foot elites. You move it far enough away that it KOs itself, but because it started adjacent to the foot elites, or the boomerangs, it was considered adjacent, so therefore they all get opportunity tokens. Oh, really? Is that how that works? Yes. Oh, then that's my trick. I came up with it first. No one can say anything otherwise. <laughs> because I'm... <laughs> Because was it... It was either Manny G played that team at the Clicks Cup, or I have seen PJ play it 
um, at the last time we had Origins because he was in the semifinals against, I forget who it was, but that was his trick. It wasn't with the Green Lantern, though. I want to say it was with, like, a Medusa hair because she makes it, and as soon as it moves yeah. out of a JC. It's not within two square, or, yeah, JC. Yeah, it KOs itself. So, again, it's a friendly character that got KO'd, therefore they all get opportunity tokens. That is really dumb, by the way. That is really dumb. That, that, I, that that's not how it should work. That's the meta scene, like that. everybody. That's how they take advantage of that kind of stuff. Agreed. Not foot soldiers, foot elite. KO'd. Yeah, that's definitely not how it should work. To be honest with you. Yeah, they, like it should be by yeah, an it. opposing effect. But they always they always miss that one little wording that people. It's take not even that. Of. It's it's the fact that it wasn't adjacent when it died. You know, it's. That that's where that's where I'm. That's where it's getting me. Is that I it wasn't th- adjacent when it died technically, so it shouldn't count as if it was adjacent just because, you know, the, the whole. It might. I, don't know, I, I might weird. even be doing that wrong. It might even be just where he creates it and then Green Lantern moves away and then it gets KO'd next to them. It could be that way. But that's likely. I mean, Green Lantern could just carry someone. And, I mean, he's got his running shot in Green Lantern TA. So yeah, it might be something like that. Or I, I think it is. It's it's one of the two ways. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Because it was adjacent before the move action, but at the end of the move action, it's KO'd. So I don't I don't know. It's it's one of the two ways. But yeah, it's it's a dumb trick. It's a really good trick. And then, like I said, they're all they're all. If you have three of them, they're all swinging for six damage with their own prob if they miss by one or two, which most of the time you are missing by one or two with that 10 attack. Exactly, exactly. And then that's that is, that's also on top of probs and whatnot. And, and 1776 and Marvella, and, you know, help with copying shield and, um, what's her name? Invisible Woman has Perplex, and she gives everyone adjacent to her stealth and improved targeting hindering if they share a keyword, and they all have Spider-Man family, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and even if... If the long shot that Invisible Woman isn't good enough, I can swap her out for someone Fantastic Four. If I really want to, it's not likely that that would happen. But if if it, some odd reason, it wouldn't be good. I'm actually going so. to, and I'm leaning more towards the ID cards of like Superman and I want to say Beast because just in case like you know a Thanos team where you know his defense is a problem, Beast can just outwit it. With a Green Lantern can just call on Beast, and Beast can be like, "No, nice try, Thanos. That's cool." Um, stuff like that, like, oh, or, or even Flash. Flash is a really good call in too. Um, and I've been thinking about trying to use the Blue Lantern Flash for an ID call in because his construct um, gets rid of two barrier markers. And I don't think his construct will go away. It, oh, we know it will because Flash will die, and then then therefore the the construct will die. Well, yeah. Yeah, not even that. But his is more, his calling is more for the fact of if they have Molecule Man and they barriered up, I can then um, use Flash. He he does he. I call him in. I call in his construct. His construct chooses somewhere with two two blocking or something within the range and line of fire, and they're just gone. So now I have a clear open path to attack because that's what the construct does for that one. Oh yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah. I just sent you guys the link to PJ's uh, national championship uh, game at the last Origins where he played that team. And I forgot that he actually had the Pym Tank on there as well. So if, oh, he, God. if he did hit with one of the foot soldiers that had the Pym Tank, they just the 
Pim Tank grew and did even more damage. It was a ridiculous team. Here's one thing I will say, though. In Silver Age, I think people are sleeping on the Pimp Tank. Because then even it, if it got nerfed a little bit, didn't it? It only does two damage. Does not do two penetrating damage anymore. Yeah, which is which, nice. Which is oh, nice. That was so dumb. Throw at someone, do two damage to everyone, and then organize them as you want around the tank. Yeah. Now there are For things that's still really good. Now there are things to remember too in the Silver Age. There are there is a ban list, which I believe it is Prime Vulture, Felix Faust, the twenty sided die one. I can't remember the rest of them for the life of me. He he's not on it because he wouldn't be legal anyways. Okay. Yeah. But if he was legal, he would be banned. He actually got think, retired two think, like, two years early because of that. Yeah. I think Jason I think Jason is banned as well. I Jason, Jason is, banned. is yeah. So the the old the old uh, kept attacking characters Vulture and Hawkeye are banned, even though they're fixed and they're not as broken anymore. And then Jason Wingard, um, the Blackbird's resource dial, just just to get rid of the fact of resources. And then the Green Lantern ID card, Captain America ID card, U.S. Agent ID card, and then the two Shield ID cards. Okay. Are no, I was wondering why there was a big surge in those boomerang guys. I knew they were always good, but yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense that because Silver. Yeah, I'm trying to get now. three. Um, my so if Disney Plus was out, I would take out a boomerang and use Power Broker. Okay. Because Power Broker gives my Green Lantern fifty percent willpower, or anyone else I really want another boomerang or something, and she's just honestly really good for twenty five points. So she's just yeah, every- if I'm not using a prime and I have the extra twenty five points. Why wouldn't I use Power Broker? Like she makes Green Lantern that much better. That's yeah, true, and everybody thinks the utility front is going to be that good when when Bishop's a thing. I think Power Broker is going to be one. Is people say she's good, but I think she's going to be a slept on prime, and I plan to use her if I can. She, I think she's great. I just, <clears throat> I, I think she's great too. But the prime slot is what scares me away. There's just so many good primes out there right now. It's so. Well, hard. you also got to think about it, like. Am I going to use destroyer? No, because I don't really use equipment. You know, am I going to use? Am I going to use an ID to call in a prime? No, because the only really good prime you can call in is storm and colossus. And, and if I can use power broker to give my main attacker more utility and more like stability, or even my foot, if I can give my foot elite boomerangs fifty percent willpower, basically, they're even more annoying and dangerous. Yeah, now I'd... you have to kill the twenty-five point things that's doing four plus damage to you. I just don't ever remember a time where there were just so many good primes. Like I, I'm with you there. There was I'm a time where it was strictly like two or three primes people were using, and now when Disney <clears throat> Plus gets dropped, you're going to be looking at U.S. Agent. That's really good. Power Broker. Peggy Carter is going to be super good. Um, what's his face? Vision's going to. Be, I mean, all four of them are good in that set. Then you've got. Bishop that's still in the mix. You've got Emperor Gladiator that's making runs every now and then. I mean, and then if you don't have a prime, you put uh, Destroyer Prime on there. There's just, it's really yep. hard. I mean, if you're playing monsters, you're obviously doing prime because they haven't made that ridiculous prime monster yet. Thank God. Um, true, true. Yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for the day they make that prime monster that just fits perfectly on a team. But it's just so hard right to pick what I guess I, I shouldn't say it's too hard because whatever team you're going to go with there is a prime to go on that team um, 
But like Soldier, I think Soldier has the most primes right now, isn't it? Like because once Disney, uh, when Disney Plus comes out, yes, because yeah. every prime in Disney Plus has Soldier except for Vision. And then you're still gonna have a Gladiator, and I believe Bishop has it, or no? I I think he does. Maybe. Yes, yeah, so he has a weird side. Can our voices get any higher? Future X Men. No, no. He okay, he doesn't have it. Maybe it's yeah. the other one that does it. Can our voices get any higher? Can they get any higher? <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, <laughs> it's a good movie. But yeah, it's it's definitely a a fun time for Silver Age. I think I just wish I had an interest in it. It's just there's too much. I'm more of a, <laughs> where my team building expertise comes in is what we've been doing for the past two years is. I take one figure and I build around that figure, and that's how I make my good teams. I and I think there's too many variables and options for my brain to handle in Silver Age to do that. I think a huge letdown with a lot of people for um, Silver Age specifically is that if you don't already have the ID cards, it just becomes that much harder to get them. Yeah, and granted, let me, let me say this though before before anyone uh, starts throwing a fit out there, like oh, ID cards are broken. I don't think ID cards are going to absolutely run Silver Age. They already aren't doing that. They are just like an extra utility that can be good and can work, but not always going to be useful. Wasn't there a figure that didn't allow you to call in ID cards? No, there was Sheriff Strange that made it a ah, double power action. To that's what it was. And I'm not even seeing anyone play him. So if no one's really playing him, the ID cards aren't really that rampant. And I'm going to say that. Just because Sheriff Strange is 50 points, leadership, perplex, and I think he has passenger or something like that, and he double power actions your your uh, ID cards. If he's not being played on more than two teams in every event, ID cards are not as bad as people make him seem. Yeah. Make him seem. And I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. I definitely think that that's the case. Because he, when ID cards were a thing, can you tell me a team that didn't use Sheriff Strange? Yeah, right. I mean, that's, that's just that's just a fact. Like, Sheriff Strange was the piece to use when they were a thing. Yeah. And I, uh, I Bronze Age, before Bronze Age banned ID cards and, uh, what are they called? Resources. Sheriff Strange was used all the time, because guess what was used all the time? ID cards. I think it's also that when ID cards first came out, your sideline was pretty much open. Same thing like we mm-hmm. were talking with Prime. Like you have so much that you have options for to put on your sideline. Destroyer Prime. You've got uh, Skrull Infiltrator Spies if you want that. You've got Swaps. You've got Super Buddies and Super Villains, whatever they're called. So there, you just have a lot more options than just... ID cards because when they first came out I don't think there was any other sideline effects except for maybe like shifting focus that you had on your sideline I can only think of shifting focus yeah shifting focus and ID cards so that's uh, why people had I remember when, when trouble alerts came out everyone was freaking out like oh my god the best things ever since ID cards because so much you don't even it is an ID it, it, it technically like, is an ID card yeah it's just it's kind of a better ID card kind of um it Black Vulcan is probably the best one. That's probably a better ID card than most things that yeah. you can get. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think there's so many different options out there in Silver Age that people that I don't think there is going to just be that one team that's going to be able to dominate. And like we said, there's so many primes, so many sidelines that people can choose mm-hmm. from nowadays. 
Oh, hold on. Uh, I went through every prime that's going to be in modern post rotation, and the list that at least I think is playable. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean we've got doppelganger, black leopard, bishop. Uh, even apocalypse prime is more playable now because he has protected mind control and he stops Thanos. So Thanos can't do anything to him. Rather than talk about the good ones, what are the bad ones? Oh, fair enough. Uh, so like I don't Zorn. Omega Red's good, but doesn't do enough. Zorn is cool, but doesn't do enough. Correct. Yep. Because if you want that nineteen defend now, you just play Peggy Carter when that set comes out. Exactly, and you, even you don't even need Peggy Carter. Just use Dad Thing. <laughs> yeah. Dad Thing with the, exactly. the shield's good. Um, the Prime Punisher. Uh, he he was f- he's fine, but oh, he's not the the doing little, the Dwarf Punisher. Yeah, the frightful four one. Yeah, he's fine. He's just not doing anything. Uh, Prime Surfer, uh, cool, but he had really need it. he had a moment. Had him, yes, but I, I it was a very me. short. I still moment. think I still think he could see play because especially with like there's a lot of spies that came around, and I still think he could see play for a little bit. But didn't you play him on your Black Widow spy team for Team Nats? I was going to, but I didn't end up doing that. I wanted to. But it was it was because it was she, Widow was too many points with him. But I think he could still see play. I mean, he still shuts off protected outwit and willpower. Um, so I mean, he's got to oh, hit. I, I honestly forgot he did that. Yeah, like the fact that see, he, he he could be the thing that scrolls need to be good to give Hulkling a chance out there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know because he's only seventy points too, and he's got hypersonic stealth. I mean, he's what got else? the fifty percent shape change. And yeah, that uh, steal energy the rest the rest of the dots. Yeah, so I don't really know so, why. He, like, I don't know for seventy points. I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's had his chance. He's had one chance, but other than that, no one else is giving him a chance. So I'm not going to put him as a bad prime. I'm just going to say he he still hasn't seen his moment yet. So are we um, talking primes for Silver Age or Modern Age right now? I, I'm just looking at Modern Age ones because if okay. you go through Silver, there's way too many. So, <laughs> so yeah, many primes. Like, the bad ones I see: uh, Frog Thor, uh, Gamora's okay. Uh, Azuri, Azuri, Azuri is bad. Azuri from is bad. Well, Omega Red, Dark Beast. Uh, uh, Dark Beast is good. I would not see yeah? Dark Beast. Okay, because Mad- uh, there's a lot of things in Silver Age that are using WBE figures on the sideline. To yeah, give powers like slingshot. Yeah, yep. So Sky Tyrant will be able to make three attacks right then and there with just taking slingshot. Uh, Mad Thinker. And that can, that can kill Thanos. Mad Thinker, but only if you're using a robot team. Wizard and Diablo aren't that good. Zorn. Emperor Vulcan, you know, had his time to shine. But I uh, love that they made Vulcan because we haven't had a Vulcan since GSX, and I was just like so happy we got him. Yeah. Uh Venom uh, is good, just too many points, right? It's not good. Scream's not that good. Punisher, like you said, is not that I good. Still, I still think Venom's good and could see play. I just people just haven't really I don't know, they haven't I want more Sinister Syndicate um support, to be honest with you. I really do. Oh, because they, they were so good for a minute there. Like, was it Earth X and that when that, that was all out? Oh yeah, that's be. Oh, and Vulture didn't even have it actually. That Vulture doesn't have sense. That was the regular one that had it. Yeah. And then in DC um, we have Tolifer is not that good. Donna Troy I think is good. She's a super. She's a super hard to kill. She's a don't die figure. Yeah, and she's then, a don't die that can that can crit very yeah. very likely. To or not even her. Just her. anybody on your team can crit. It's the well, first. with her, the thing was you gave her Wonder Woman's sword, and she, she critted on 10s to 12s and 7s if she was the first attacker. Jeez. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a lot. That's a high chance to crit. That's way more chance than anyone else in the game can do. Yeah. And then Justice League is getting retired, right? For modern uh, yes, J- JLU yeah. is getting retired, yeah. 
So, I mean, there was just Batman, Avenger, Crimson Avenger. I always liked Parasite, but he was just too gimmicky to get going. He was a random I like Parasite figure. because he's one of my favorite Superman villains. He's yeah. cool. I like him a lot. Um, uh, so Micron was great. Micron was great yeah, when he, he was, was, he was there. He, he definitely was too... He was good. I liked him a lot. I don't think he was broken, but I, I've, he was a very good prime. Not a lot of people are playing T'Chaka 2. Because... Which is surprising, because I think he's one of the better primes. I think it's because... I think he's one of the better. Is it? Do you have to have line of fire for him? No, it's no, just, it just need to be within range. I, I it's don't, just a once per turn within range. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because of the short range, which six is the average range. But uh, I mean, Demon Armor has six. I think. Yeah, that's the, he's that's another one you're not seeing a lot of play of is him. Yeah, and which, I think those two. If you're going to do a don't die, don't die team, I think those two are huge to play because the thing with Tachaka too is not only is he doing that, he also has charge, flurry, stealth, and leadership yeah he's for 45 points he's doing a lot for 45 points maybe it's just no one's playing the teams that these that these would be on you know like no one's playing a, a wakanda team or a warrior team really or exiles i, I mean, mean ruler you can use them but it's just kind of like demon armor scientist which is really surprising because he gives you so much like when he first was introduced everyone's like oh my god he's insane he's gonna go on every scientist in that very team i've never seen him be played i haven't either i've seen him played like when he initially came out because of the hype, and then after that, it was just, that's it. I just think of a team like T'Chaka, Demon, and Legacy Thanos. Like, I guess I guess that doesn't matter that much because Thanos' defense keeps dropping, so I retract that statement. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I wish I had an interest uh, in Silver Age, I just don't. It's fair. It's just hard to get into, I'll be honest. I, I Since I've already had an interest in Bronze Age, which is basically just hardcore Silver Age, it's kind of like, it's kind of just another day for me. So that's why I like it so much. And, I, and, I'm, a, and I'm, a, I'm a collector, so I have a lot of old stuff that I love to play. So it's kind of cool that I get to play some of my older stuff in a, in a regular setting. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. But, all right, let's get into our last segment. So it's a little bit about the Scott Porter event, but this is our Clicksing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And I think I've asked this question in the past, but it was, I completely forgot if I did, but it was, if you won the Scott Porter event, what would be a legacy card that you would want to make? So a couple people mentioned so on here. So Makana Malar said the Nebula from I don't know what set this is. What set is this Nebula from? Hang on, I gotta look up uh, on the realms here. Nebula. So this looks like the Guardians of the Galaxy Nebula. He said the movie set or the no actual set? the actual set. Oh, okay, number sixteen. Yep. Okay. Yep, he said change her defense power to Nebula can use toughness, willpower, and improved targeting at a trait that gives Nebula plus one attack and defense if an opposing figure can use the carry ability. Okay. Opposing characters can't use the carry ability if there is an opposing character possessing the carry ability. And then he has another one, which I think this guy deserves one. It's Dirk Anger. From Captain America. Uh, yes. Dirk. Um, and his thing was going to be make a trait that says insane leadership. Dirk Anger, Dirk Anger can use leadership and modifies his attack and defense by half his leadership role. 
Other characters can't use leadership. Opposing characters within four squares of Dirk Anger can't use team abilities. Um, he was another one that was just super fun and just he just was too many points to be ever be taken seriously, but I liked him. Even successful Dirk Anger was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he like a zombie one? He yeah, like, it was a zombie, zombie one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason Levi said, Howard the Duck from the Deadpool set. He says, give him a trait. Howard the Duck does not count against theme teams. Damage power. Case close. Roll a D6. On a 5, he can use Outwit. On a 6, he can use Outwit, but can continue to use Outwit on opposing characters that have action tokens. So basically, if he can see three characters and they all have action tokens, he can use Outwit on each character. The one from Deadpool? The Deadpool and the X-Force? Is the yes. one yep, the rare. Oh, okay. uh, number gotcha. 35. I, gotcha. And then we did have a couple of them on our Facebook page. Let me bring them up real quick. So we've got... There we go. Uh, Luis Reyes, and I agree. So I have to pick a different one because everyone picked this one, but the Icons Veteran Superman... Uh, he doesn't have his range when using hypersonic. I think that has to be like a once per game or something like that because that's just too powerful. Because he had like a 10 range. Um, he reduces penetrating damage and impervious succeeds on a 4 through 6. Defense power is protected outwit. And it's so funny because I was thinking of an answer for this for uh, Superman and Miles like wrote it down and I thought of it like before the day but it was that he he can be outwitted but it can only be due through the Superman enemy team ability. Which Superman are you talking about? Sorry. The Icons one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he can be outwitted, but only through Superman enemy TA, which I think is pretty accurate for that. That'd be good, because his uh, arch enemy Lex from that set had Superman enemy. So exactly. Cool. Yeah. And then Miles Kane also said the Vet Dark Side from Icons make him 175 as Thanos instead of the Gauntlet, call it Mother Box, and he gets to choose up to half of the D6 rolls, and then they would be like PC Super Senses free regen. So basically, the DC version of Legacy Thanos. Uh, Jeff Dumas said the Thanos that has the identical dial from Infinity Challenge, so that way the people that have that one can use it <laughs> instead. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. I like that one. I think that they should just rule that, that they that they've just worked. It, it, it's the uh, exact I, I don't see same set. It's the exact same set, just different yeah. symbol. Uh, Peter Marshall said, "If I had a chance to make a legacy card, it would be Gore from I believe this is Guardians oh, of the Galaxy." Oh, I yeah. saw that yeah. comment. Yeah, with the God, with the God Bomb, that'd yeah. be cool. Yep. Yeah, said so I would. I, I would have. I would like to do something similar to what Null has with the equipped the all black and giant reach not super specific on the details mostly i just want gore and modern no that'd be cool because he does have all black technically so he should he should have like if he had the equipment like what the sword does trade in that'd be super cool yeah that'd make him really good easily and then tyler green said although i think it'd be funny to bring back the d20 faust back to legacy i would probably pick doom king duo obviously there would be a point drop uh, would have to rework the special powers because Duotech really isn't a thing anymore. Some sort of healing incorporated. Yeah, it would be funny if they made a legacy card for the Faust, but I don't think they ever will. <laughs> no, they, they retired that thing two years early. Yeah, There's no they, way they're bringing that thing back ever again. They, they made him. <laughs> he was in one tournament. They're like, nope, he's retired. <laughs> he can't. No, no, no. So, so they made him. He was in one tournament. They nerfed his trait to eight to eight squares. And then they played another tournament, and it was still too good, and then they retired. Yeah. 
I remember <laughs> I remember watching that first tournament and this the the opposing guy literally never left his starting area because he could not do anything because when he first came out you could re-roll his d20 and hopefully get like you yeah. can only do a close combat action you can only do a move action you can only do a range action and god that's so, so stupid times. and it was map wide when it first came out and then they yeah. moved it to his range yeah, uh, yeah it which was, was eight, which is still a lot, by yeah. the way. And it wasn't even within line of fire. It was just it's just eight squares. Eight squares it happened. It was half. Yeah. It was not half the board. Was that three one third of the board? It was. I mean, if you're in the middle of the map, which is where the fights usually happen, like and everyone's within that eight squares, then basically. Yeah, but Miles, what's a figure that you would make if you won the Scott Porter event? I could make a legacy card for him. Miles. Sorry, oh, yeah, I'm looking at Miles' name on Facebook. Austin. <laughs> You're good. Um, so I was really torn with a lot of things. So I wanted to do Icon Superman because I like him, but you guys already went over that. Yep. So I think I'm going to go with my original choice, which is... Where is he? Is he in this set? Why is he in this set? Oh, yeah, right here. Uh, Infinity Challenge or... the What was the other one? The cut, the original reprint or whatever? Whatever. Oh, Universe. Universe, yeah. So either Infinity Challenge or Universe, number 81, Juggernaut, I think uh, would be awesome. Cool. Because we already have Tyler Spees's, you know, Juggernaut, which would be cool. But if this thing was literally just a small, no, slightly weaker version of it, it would be super cool. It wasn't Universe. What was it called? Um, yeah, it was Universe. Yep, it was Universe. Okay, I was right. So who was it? The the Juggernaut number eighty nine, eighty one, eighty one. Yep. Why does that say Sabretooth? <laughs> um, from, from Infinity Challenge. Didn't they make another exact? Or no, they just used the same Thanos in Universe. Right. Yeah. That's I what think it was. Universe is a DC. Uh, no, never mind. No, right. Unleashed. I like the same thing. Anyways, so let's see, Juggernaut. Yeah, I always liked that Juggernaut because he was one of the first like thirteen attack guys out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I just mean, think he'd be cool. This is something I would do. I mean, other uh, other than Superman, this is probably one of the ones I would do. Yeah, no, that's a good choice. Uh, Dan, what about you? What's a uh, figure you'd make a legacy card for? Um, I know we just did like the Thor legacy cards, but it would be the one. Um, the one from uh, Fear Itself the, with the armor, because he was just so bad. Oh, the sword? The one with the Odin sword? Yeah, that oh, was the, uh, the prize that you had to win. Yeah, that one. Uh, he was cool. He? He, it was a cool sculpt. Uh, just definitely didn't... He was, just, he was just so bad. Like it, it, was, it was like that, or... I was looking at, like... Ult- I, it was hard, because I was like... I thought, like, Ultimate's Thor would be cool to remake, but he, he just... I don't know. He just... Like, at least Thanos has, like, good stats. Like, he has good stats kind of but i don't know he's I got five don't... damage 12 attack 10 range that's what thor has that's really all he's got it going for him really yeah yeah that's, that's why i wasn't really with it too much mm-hmm. so that's the same reason i don't pick parallax from back in the day either oh, he was so bad <laughs> so, so i mean so good and then drops so bad yeah because i mean he, the only thing that's got it going for him is his 12 attack five damage and he's only got eight range but, like, he drops so bad. Where Thanos at least consistently has a somewhat of a high attack throughout most of... A majority of his dial. I'm not going to say most, but a decent chunk. Um, but Parallax just didn't... I don't know. I want, I like Parallax, but not not like that. Yeah. 
Um, I said I was going to pit, pick uh, Icon Superman, but he's like the popular choice. One figure that I always had a special place in my heart was the Legacy Ares. I was going to spring that one up too. Cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, if you don't, if you guys don't know this guy, he is 275 points. He's Mystics. He's got a 12 phasing, 14 super strength, 19 impervious, which nobody had a 19 defense back then. <laughs> like that yeah. was insane. I didn't even have that. He had an 18. No. And then a five damage outwit. When did Casey Flash come out? That was oh, was, that he, was, uh, was he in Legacy too? I think he was. Some of the Casey figures, I think, did come out like he was. I think, yeah, yeah. He had a twenty, um, but he couldn't get really through any kind of defensive. No, because Flash only had two damage. Yeah, so it wasn't. But I just, I always liked Ares. I don't know what I would give him. It would have to be something obviously insane. Like he would be able to have um, protected outwit for sure. He would have. Yeah, just give, just basically giving quintessence. Yep. Like yep. just give him that. I don't right know. Off the, right off the cuts. What he has to have, you have to give him some sort of move and attack on his first click because he has phasing, because he does get charged his next two and running shot his last three. I don't know what I give him. It's, I, but he's just too. When I think of a legacy card, I think of an iconic figure that people remember from back in the day. So, like, with the last or one of the last sets when they came out with, like, uh, what was his name? Daredevil Agents of Shield. I was like, why does he have a legacy card? Like, there was nothing special about him. Or the, I liked him when he came out, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a monumental figure. No, that, or, or that the, everyone would recognize. Or the Ultimate Scarlet Witch. She was cool, but she wasn't really a figure people remember. I guess you could make a case for the Ultimates Captain America, but there's oh just, yeah, I mean, there's just some figures that like I don't know why they have like Joe Fix Joe Fixit should not have a legacy card. I'm just gonna say it right here and now. He should not. I have think a they card. did that just because of Fantastic Four. Maybe. And that's the only reason they did that. Um. um Mole Man, I don't think... I guess Mole Man could have got one because he had that insane mind control, but... I just wish they kept it. I wish they kept it, man. Yeah. <laughs> to so me, happy. I'm like, looking forward to it. To me, like, a legacy card is like a Hall of Fame figure, and I don't think he is considered Hall of Fame. I think, like, Ares, Icon, Superman. I, I consider the Supernova Thanos a Hall of Famer. Yep. Although the other one where the other he's, he's got a lot more powers though, right? He's got like psychic blast. And yeah, stuff. He's, yeah, he starts with side blast, like I think like a thirteen attack four damage or something like that. Yeah, I, I was trying to pick I was trying to pick like something like that at first, like an uncarded figure, but it's like Thanos is one of the few that like really stands out as like a stat monster and is able to like still go toe to toe with things. You yeah. know? That was like the biggest thing. I was like I was trying to pick something, you know, that I thought would they, they might potentially make as a legacy, but it was just like, and it, I still wanted something I, I would like to play, but yeah, I, like, well, there wasn't a lot of things that I don't like. Thanos is one of the few that I think I that can actually like hold up now. Mm-hmm. I, I consider the Nightcrawler from Clobbering Time a Hall of Famer. We have a Spider-Man Nightcrawler. Yeah, the um, Benjamin. I forgot who, what was his last name. Chen? Benjamin Chen? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, that's what I think of when I think of Legacy Cars is just figures that people remember from playing like back in the day, like an Icon Superman or something like that, not just mm-hmm. random figures. I thought they started off well with the Fantastic Four ones. I kind of... I, I liked that we got the, like, the, the original four kind of like... I kind of the wish they would have went back to Fantastic Forces, though, for those. Really? 
I kind of wish they would have went that direction. Because that was the first appearance of them. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Where were those from? That was from Fufo, right? When they did those? From what? From, sorry, Future Foundation? (laughs) I always say Fufo for short. No, those are from... No, the Legacy cards. I was talking about the Legacy cards. Oh, was that? No, it was from Fantastic Four. No, that, no, it's it's Future Foundation. Was it? I'm looking at it. Yeah. Okay. I th- are you sh- really? I thought they came in the first. No, they didn't do Legacy though. cards in Fantastic Four. Okay. No, they did the, the first they one. Do, or no, they didn't do team up cards. They did. So, I thought they did something in Future Foundation. I don't remember what exactly. Okay, yeah, you're right. Future Foundation had captains and sidekicks, and then they had the uh, um, the Legacy cards with some like, objects. Like Z- Zavin doesn't deserve a Legacy card. No, Mor- I definitely could just be better. Morg doesn't deserve a legacy card. I'm even no. on the fence about Morgan LeFay. I loved Morgan LeFay, but I didn't feel like she was a legendary figure or Hall of Fame figure in Hero Clicks. She was really good. She won me my first Supremacy League, but I didn't think even like She Hulk, I didn't think deserved a legacy card. I think she just out of the ones you've mentioned, she deserves it more than the others. Yes, they should have had just because just because she was that whole "I'm not prime worthy" joke from that set. Yes, which was really cool. They should have had more that, dooms in there. Uh, I eventually the dooms did get them, but there should have been more dooms in that Fantastic Four set that got it. Uh, what kind of dooms? Oh, the the Secret Invasion doom would have been so cool if you got one. Or the 2099 doom. That one was. Oh good. yeah, 2099 doom would have been cool. Or the the mail away from Supernova. We always call it the Garter Doom because he has a like little metal garter on him. That yeah, that's the cool that's one. Beyonder Doom. That's the one from uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, like those would have been cool dooms to have. He, he definitely would have been better than Clobber and Time Doom because Clobber and Time Doom was not good. Which especially one? with his Legacy card. That's the one with the Mastermind. That one. You no, know, hey, if Tyler's listening. Austin, you're going to be getting a, a message from. That's fu- okay. Uh, okay. Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, card now yes. is horrible. Yes, like that's especially since they kept them at 175. Like that's just not good. Back then, that doom was crazy. Oh, I mean, I believe it. Ten range, twelve attack, well, three damage, complex. And, and minions of doom was a wild card back then. Yeah, it wasn't what, yeah. It, what it is now. I remember that. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah, I would have loved the garter doom from Supernova or the 2099 doom, but. I know those are like those ones. I guess are harder to get because they weren't in booster packs. Like they were mailaways, or yeah, that one came. I forgot what that set even was. Uh, the twenty ninety nine Doom. It was like a twenty. It was just. It, it was the box set. I think twenty ninety nine box set. Yeah, it was kind of like the the Invincibles and the uh, the Giants stuff like that. Yeah, but no, I agree with the Secret Invasion Doom. That one should definitely be that one legacy so card cool. worthy. Oh yeah, but all right. That I would even like to see Zombie Doom. That'd be cool. But oh that, yeah, but that's a Chase, and I think they already made the comment that they're not going to make Legacy card for Chase figures. I don't think they made a comment, but it's just kind of like everyone's just saying they're not going to. I, I don't think they should, anyways. Just because Chases are already rarer than most things. Yeah. If you if, know, like, like I'm surprised they did. Thor's Mighty Chariot, but that one was probably more out there than chases were. Yeah, than most chases are. I mean, so. I kind of wish they do because I really think we deserve the Phoenix Five Legacy cards. 
Oh god, everyone wishes that. They're just, they would be so expensive, Adam. Like they're already two ninety five. They're still like fifty each. Minimum. Oh, you're talking about like dollar wise. That's a good price yeah. for one of them. And, and if you, they got a legacy card, I tell you what, they're gonna be like a hundred piece. And Easy. I got all five. That's why I'm only saying that. I <laughs> That's why you're saying that. Yep. <laughs> you <laughs> because, monster. Because all my, you want is money. Yep. My, no, I wouldn't. I would never get rid of those. <laughs> oh, well, that's, what, that's one collection besides my zombies and my Superman that I would never get rid of. But just like my wife pulled the Namor right before a fantasy football draft. That's how I got Namor. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Dan actually got me Colossus for Christmas one year. I bought Cyclops somehow for $20 on eBay. I don't know how I did that still. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a steal. Cause yeah. he was, I, think he, I think he was the most meta one, wasn't he? Yeah. And then... God, that's I, crazy. I just traded for Magic a few months ago for something, and I got Emma Frost somehow. I don't remember how. But like it's, it's been a while for me to put that set together, and that's just one set that I would never get rid of just because they're just... I think they look better than some of the current Phoenix Forest people. They they definitely have the one some of the best sculpts. Because they've there, got that clear orange plastic, not like the foggy stuff. Like Yeah. I, I don't really like I like Thane's sculpt, but I don't like the the material they used for his Phoenix. Like if they would have used the the Fantastic or the Phoenix five glass or plastic, then it would look super cool, I think. I agree because even Dark Phoenix Cyclops had that that same plastic and it just, he just looked so good. Yeah, I agree, man. Jeez, I wish, <laughs> I wish I had these. I had most of them, but um, I think one of my brothers broke them, and then I just ended up selling to a guy who said he was going to fix it, and he was just going to use it. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm a kid. I don't know what I'm doing, so just take it. I'll take the money, whatever. <laughs> I can say that I have all the team bases from there, though. That and, I can say. And then but you I, grew I don't, up and have. turned into a collector. That's like all the yeah. po- the Pokemon people out there where they were kids and they would like pull that Charizard and they'd whip it around and use it in their bike bike spokes and everything like that. And nowadays it's worth who knows how much money. Well, like, I think it's, I think if it's a first edition, like main condition one, it's like 10000 or something like that. Yeah. If it's if it's graded and everything, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's funny how we just, we turn into collectors when we get older and when we're younger, we just don't give a crap and beat the crap out of our toys. Yeah, I just like, thought they were cool. I don't even like, open my, heroes. I don't even open my Superman pops. They're still in all their boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah, all my pops are in their boxes. Yeah, which <laughs> all of them it, are. it doesn't even, like, devalue the pop at all because they're not sealed. You can you can literally pop them open because there's no tape sealing them in together. Yeah, exactly. But that's just in my in my mind, it's like these are going to be worth tens of thousands of dollars, and I'll be able to retire in twenty years. When really, <laughs> no, that's never going to happen. Because right. those work exactly like normal collectible type games. Yeah. But all right, so that is going to be our podcast tonight. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, make sure you stop over at our Patreon, patreon.com backslash clicksing it. And, hey, become a dollar patron, and you may win a chase one of these days, just like Christian Bogan. I think that's his name. If I mispronounce it, Christian, or whoever wanted, I apologize. And then check out our sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies, and use code clicksing it for 5% off your order. And, Austin, thanks for coming on the show one of these days we will meet in person probably not before you get, probably not before you get shipped off though no but, probably not um yeah austin's getting I'll be sh- back. yep he's getting I'll shipped be, off to the sea for like 
nine months and a few. When are you actually getting shipped off? I don't know yet. And even if I did, I technically can't tell anyone. So hopefully not, not before San Diego Con. Oh no no, we it's need you for that. that. <laughs> we need you for it's that. It's not going to be then. And even if it is, I have buddies that are going that are going, that I've already <laughs> told them that they're they're helping me out, and they already agreed. So if they can't, then I'll kill them. Me and uh, Austin were joking beforehand that if he can somehow get a hold of a brick of like because he's usually gone for like six nine months at a time. And, you know, he's behind three, four sets. But if he could somehow get a set of whatever set comes out the day, he should do an unboxing on top of the uh, deck of the ship that he's on out in the Pacific or Atlantic or wherever the heck he is. I think that'd be a first for Heroclix videos. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would do it if I could. I totally would do that. <laughs> As you open a box and your fingers go flying off into the sea. With the I, 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 I open a god pack at Disney Plus and it's just gone. Whoosh. You just see me cry. It's like, no, come F, on. F-16's going, taken off in the background. Yeah. It'd be cool. Um, and then, Dan, as always, thanks for joining us. And don't also, don't forget about our ROC window map coming up on the 14th, which is in about two weeks. So it is Highlander rule. That's the only condition. So that goes for flashes and everything like that. Sorry, Meta G. I know you want to play your double flash, but get over it. Um, we can't all get what we want. I like that they're doing extreme Highlander. I know. Bad, <laughs> but then everybody's like, oh, my God, regular Highlander is so bad. I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's going to be our show. Thanks again for uh, listening to us. And hey, our or my Disney Plus video unboxing is almost at a thousand views. So if you want to help us out, just go over there and click it real quick because I like to see that thousand. I think I've only had one video of ours click over a thousand, and that was the uh, what set was Thanos in the Ultra Chase? He's uh. Avengers Black Panther Illuminati. Ah, that's where I pulled him, where me and Richard like asked Siri to flip a coin because we I had bought two cases and Richard got one and I got one and Siri or he's like, Siri, flip a coin, heads or tails. We marked both with the heads and the tails and he got the one that didn't have the ultra chase in it. Um, <laughs> and it's a pretty cool video if you can find it, check it out. But yeah, I'm rambling. Thanks again for listening, guys. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there and as always, keep clicking it.